Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. From a niche hobby to a multi-million dollar career, the podcast has grown to a key part of entertainment, education and information. Anyone, and what feels like now everyone, can do a podcast. But who are our favourites? Here's 10 podcast facts. Podcast number one. Oh, I'm not supposed to press that. Hang on. Sweden leads the world in podcast consumption. Twitter was born from a failed podcasting platform. People spend an average of six hours a week listening to podcasts. On a weekly basis, Spotify is the top audio listening platform. Spotify reportedly paid $200 million to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast in 2020. As of January 2023, there are just over 3 million podcasts. Comedy is the most popular podcast category. The first podcast was IT Conversations with Doug Kay and ran from 2003 to 2012. 56% of podcast listeners are male, while 44% are female. And South Korea is the country where podcasting is the most popular. Now, I'm pretty sure that my guest this week is probably going to be able to give me actual facts and figures. I got them from Google. I mean, so they could be true. They might not be true. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ariel to the podcast. Welcome, Ariel. Oh, I love that you do the clapping. That's fine. Well, I do. I mean, I was going to do the... <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> I like the the actual hands. That's great. That's good. That's <laughs> wonderful. I'm glad you enjoy just the hands. Right. So how are you? I'm swell. I was on the BBC today, which was wow. really cool. BBC Radio 4 talking about podcasting. I was very nervous. I feel a little more chill now because I'm oh, not live. <laughs> Why were you nervous? Because surely... No, no. I always get nervous. 
Imposter you, syndrome, you know? Is that what it is? Yeah. Do you think, because yeah. uh, uh, the actual talking part, I don't get nervous of. It's the no. technology. As, oh, as we for found me, out before we, we went live, as we found out mm. that you can't always rely on it. For me, I'm like, they're going to find out that I'm a fraud. They're going to find out that I'm 14 years old, even though I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> and is that always, so how long have you been podcasting? I started my podcast, my first podcast in 2019, but I've been working in the podcast space since 2017. I I guess that's, oh yeah, about six years right now um, is when I started my podcast recommendation newsletter, which really launched me into the podcast space. And I've been listening to podcasts since 2014. Right. So what was the first podcast you listened to? I really wish I knew. It's something like either Radio Lab or 99% Invisible or This American Life or Memory Palace. One of those. Those are all my early first starts. Right. And what was it that got you into listening to podcasts? And that was some did somebody recommend one to you or did you see my advertising or my roommate, uh, my first apartment after we graduated from college was listening to podcasts while she was cooking. And I thought it was so rude because she wouldn't listen with headphones and I was so annoyed, but then I would find myself kind of creeping into the kitchen to listen with her. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I guess I kind of need to get in on this. And then that my first job that I had after college, I was on the road a lot and I was driving and traveling and just constantly looking for ways to be entertained that were not a television screen. So podcasts were perfect. Right. I think um, when I did the the trails on Twitter and that, that we were going to record this, I did call you a podcast guru. Would you, would you classify yourself as that? I don't like the word guru, mostly because I'm listening to a new podcast called the new guru. And it's amazing. It's actually from, it might be from the BBC radio four, but it's definitely, it's definitely from the UK. It's great. And it's talking all about how the term guru just kind of sucks. Oh, right. <laughs> and also, <Okay. laughs> but but I do know a lot about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. So, so what else, apart from listening to podcasts and doing podcasts, what else do you do in the podcast world then? I work for Squadcast, which is a remote recording platform that helps podcasters and content creators record audio and video in studio quality. I manage the community there. So we have a very active Slack channel of people who are trying to learn how to get better at podcasting and content creation. I also manage the content there. So I... um I produce our weekly podcast. I produce produce our weekly YouTube channel. I help out with our blog. And then we have uh, event series. So I'm producing all of those. So that's what I do at Squadcast. And then, like I said, I run a weekly podcast recommendation newsletter and podcast recommendation podcast called Earbuds Podcast Collective. And that is, you know, my pride and joy. It's turning six on February 13th, which is... Uh, international radio world radio day or something like that very excited and i also just started a podcast about podcast trailers called trailer park the podcast trailer podcast i know nice (laughs) and um i also co-host a podcast about podcast ad tech called sounds profitable ad tech applied I also do a bunch of audience development work for some clients. So if you want to learn how to grow your show, I can teach you how to do that. Uh, And then I also help people hone their message and try to figure out like, why is your show not doing well? You know, maybe it sucks and I can tell you why it sucks and what you should do. (laughs) God damn, now the pressure's on. (laughs) And I I like to be honest about that. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's the only So I know that sounded blunt, but um, I think some people need a kick in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May I curse? Absolutely. You curse away. 
I mean, that's the beauty of, of podcasting is that the, the, the regulation <laughs> and stuff, there isn't really there. You can say yeah. what you want as such. Yes. Um, well, when it comes to the technology, I may be talking to you when we're off air in regards, because after all of the shenanigans I went through beforehand, you might be just the person I need to speak to in regards to I might be able to help. That. You might be able to. <laughs> um, so we're here to, to work out what our top 10 podcasts are. Now, like I said to you again before we went on air, in April, we I've been podcasting along with Neil, my co-host. I hope you're getting better, Neil, uh, for, for 10 years. And I think the one thing I found is it became a bit of an obsession. Actually starting a new podcast became like the bit that I loved more than anything else, coming up with the idea, coming up with the artwork, coming up with the concept of it. It ended up becoming like where we I was... I think we end, I think I counted we we've done 15 podcasts all together. Oh wow. And we were and in at one point I think we had six podcasts going at the same time. And it becomes ridiculous even like my wife was saying you need to sort of reel it back. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I was spending three nights in my my little studio the shed here. But then as you well know it's not just what you do when you're recording it's the editing oh, yeah. it's the promo doing all of that and it just takes over your whole life and before you know it you realize you're on your phone all the time or you're on a tablet all the time i mean i i sort of think it's got a lot easier in regards to the technology but what do you think apart from the recording is the one important aspect of podcasting that a lot of people don't think of a lot of people make a great show but have no idea how to get their show out there so promo marketing Promoting yourself is a really big part of that and doing doing that in a way that's not super self-congratulatory. Of course, you must congratulate yourself. Mm. No one else is going to, but yeah. you got to do it in a way that also acknowledges that there are other creators out there and there are other listeners out there who don't have a million hours every single day to listen to all the podcasts. So you need to really do a lot of work to find your audience, find the group of people who must listen to your show and your show is perfect for them. So that that takes a lot of work. A lot of people say... There's a discoverability problem, and that's sort of just a trope that pisses me off because it's really more so that there is an audience problem. We need to identify our audiences and figure out what our audiences want before we make a show for to 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 appease our own egos. I think a lot of the time that happens is people will say, "I found this really great idea. I want to make a show on it." If you want to do that, that's great and that's fine. But I would make sure that there's an audience out there for you first. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the one thing I seem to find is like pre-pandemic, obviously there wasn't as many podcasts around. And I, I can remember, I mean, like we, we've never had a massive, massive podcast. The last podcast we did, was, which was a, um, uh, it was a show that celebrated a British comedy show that was uh, called This Country. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Sadly, Probably no. Not, no. The, uh, I'm not as literate their... in, in British media, unfortunately. <laughs> no, America's got their version called Welcome to Flatch, which I think is on Fox TV, I think it is. Mm. Um, and we knew the, the cast members. We knew the people that wrote it and made it. So we were very lucky to be in. And, and we got a lot of listeners because of that. But before the pandemic, even like very sort of lowbrow and um, not as successful podcasts seem to get their little niche, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. like we'd, we'd been on the Apple podcast charts before and it was quite, we sort of took it for granted because, oh my God, right. we're in the top 10 of movies. And then as soon as the pandemic hit and then every actor, comedian decided they wanted to do a podcast, 
there is a difference, isn't there? There's different yeah. levels to to having a podcast. I mean, what does somebody who want like I've I've had so many people on different forums that I've read where they go, I want to start a podcast. How do I make money? That mm. seems to be their first question. Now that yeah. that, that must be a mistake going into it thinking that you're going to make money, isn't it? Yeah, there are other ways to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easier ways. I would say, yeah, I do not advise if you are looking to make money, I would not start a podcast in order to make money. If you are podcasting because you are feeding into uh, a business that you have or you're trying to sell a course or you maybe want people to just, you know, uh, pay you for consulting. Maybe a podcast is a really great way to bring people to you, but it is mm. not a great way to make money right off the bat. If you choose a really specific niche and you make a really great show that listeners who are interested in that niche uh, want to hear, need to hear, then you have a much higher chance of monetizing that podcast. So for example, I have a friend named Harry Duran and he saw a need. There were not a lot of big podcasts that had to do with um, vertical farming and he didn't know much about vertical farming before, but he taught himself everything he needed to know. And now he has the number one podcast on vertical farming and he can charge a good deal of money to advertisers who want to get in front of people who need to know about vertical farming. You can do that. To, I was going to have to listen to the podcast to find out exactly what vertical farming is. Correct. What, me too. What, oh, right. So I, I'm assuming it's farming that you do not on the ground. You do it going up. Is that? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't listen, but I, I know, but gonna, I, I, but I like tell it me that you listen to every episode and now you're an expert on vertical farming. Yes, it's a pyramid scheme. It's a vertical pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, I want to, I do want to pick your brains more if that's okay. A little bit Please. later on. Um, okay. but we, let's crack on now. I don't know regarding how hard was it for you to sort out your top 10 podcasts? Well, my, my only caveat is that I, I genuinely don't think I have a top 10. So mine is my favorite podcast right now. My Is that okay? okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. And some of them are shows that I've been listening to for 10 years and uh, how, no, eight years, nine years. And some of them are shows that I've been listening to for six months that are amazing to me right now. But that's, that's where I'm at. That's fair enough. I mean, okay. the, the, the 10 that I've got, um, I, I mean, obviously that they're in an order. So I've got my number one going through to my number 10 well, we'll start at number 10 um some of them are podcasts that are famous podcasts some of them are podcasts now it may look like i've picked friends podcasts in my top 10 but, but you just me, love them well it's the opposite way around i'm friends with them because i heard their podcast oh, i first. love that and and we are now friends you know and they've been on my podcast i've been on their podcast um and i think that that that's a little bit different than just sort of saying, oh, well, I'm giving a, a, a friend a yeah. shout out and stuff. So yeah, you make friends being in this industry for long enough. I'm telling you the one thing that there's two things that I've learned since podcasting since April of 2013. One is that I've never laughed so much in wow. all my life, in all the times that, that Neil and I have done various different podcasts. We have sometimes been in this room and one of us, we've had to try and record an ad for somebody or something. And one of us has had to go out because we cannot stop laughing. And Aww. that that is worth, <laughs> I say that's worth more than money. I mean, I'm lying. No, it's not. But it's great that you can do that. And secondly, it's the people that we've, meet, we've met and now become friends with, not just other podcasters, but um, guests that we've had. Um, for me, people that are... Um, icons in broadcasting that I I now class as a friend not just in England but in in America 
None of that would have happened. None of these people would know who I am and I wouldn't be able to get to talk to them without podcasting. So that's another thing that I find is amazing about podcasting. Yes, yeah, uh, yes. You know, so it's... um. It's a gift that keeps on giving, but it, it's also very hard to get the word out. In a, in a sleepy town that I live in, a lot of people know that I do this, but they still have no idea what a podcast is. Oh. I've, I've tried my hardest to educate the little town that I live in. It's so hard. It is it's so not hard. on you. It's not on you. It is on the, the companies that distribute podcasts. It's on the apps to make it easy. And then, sure. It's on us to make sure that we are recommending podcasts that are perfect for our friends and family. You know, the perfect yeah. one that will turn them from a non-listener into a listener to just one show. And then it is my sincere belief that if they listen to one show, they might get hungry for another. Mm. I, I agree. Completely agree. Um, okay. Although you haven't got probably in the number, let's have your number 10 uh, podcast, area. Okay. You got it. My number 10 podcast is The Opportunist from Cast Media. It is a show about people who see an opportunity and then and then jump on that opportunity. Usually they are scammers of some sort. It is such a smart show. It is um, serial, but it, it's serialized. But the way they do it is, um, you know, seasons can range from one episode to seven episodes. And I just think that beyond the podcast being extremely captivating, they do something really smart in their episode naming conventions. They tell you that this is... Um, Aubrey Lee Price, part one of four, so that you know that there's going to be four episodes in this. So from this first episode, maybe it's going to be exposition. Second episode, a little bit more exposition. Third episode, maybe there's the action. Fourth episode, resolution. I think it's such a smart way to go about um, combining both the content and the messaging of the show. And every single series that they put out captivates me. The Opportunist from Cast Media. Okay. I do like like story podcasts i must admit but i i will never listen to them or subscribe to them if i know that there's more episodes to come mm. if that makes sense if i know that it's a 12 you want you want it to all be there exactly yeah because there's nothing worse I, i'm the same now when i think back in the day i mean you're far too young to remember these kind of things but back in the day when you used to watch a tv show like every week 24. Don't you remember, I remember uh, that. You remember 24? No, I mean, I didn't watch it, but I know Jack oh, right. Bauer. Yeah. So we, myself and my wife, we watched the first couple of episodes. And because every episode ended on a cliffhanger, we said, we can't do this. We can't wait a week. So we'll wait until the show comes out on video and just binge the whole lot. This yeah. is before binging was a thing. And I think it's the same for podcasts. There's no way I can wait a week, especially if I get drawn into the, 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 I get that. the story. Um, S-Town was one that I was absolutely fascinated by it. And I think I'd listened to the first five and I was waiting for the next one. I thought, oh, it's not until like next week. I thought, I can't oh. do it. I can't, I'm going to have to wait. So I've always made it a thing now. If I see that it's one of four, hmm. I wait until all four are gone before I... Wow. Okay, that's good it. to know for people that are putting out serialized content like that. You might not get your big listener spikes because some people are waiting for the entire season to drop. And that yeah. is why some people choose to drop the entire season at one time. But yeah. but yes, that's a good point. But then is there a talkability, if that's even a word? It's a bit like the TV shows on Netflix and places now they are dropping one episode a week because it means everybody The White talks Lotus, about yeah. It. Yeah. Huge. The Last of Us, Stranger Things, all the big ones just drop one episode now. And yeah, it, it like makes, TV. <laughs> it like, exactly. So it's just the way that... Um, 
I don't know. I don't know whether that's the right way of doing it or the wrong way, but that's just how I how I do it anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, mind number 10. It's very narcissistic, but it's the top 10 of anything podcast. Yeah, this podcast. It has to be. Well, because I, <laughs> I feel that it's the same as like if somebody asks you, it's always like if, if they ask a musician, oh, what's your favourite album? It's always their f- album that they're working on or the last one that they've just done because it's the one that's nearest and dearest to their heart. And I have to admit, I think this podcast is the one that I'm enjoying more than any that we've done. And I think we, we went from having four, was it four years? Yeah, four years of doing the this country podcast where we were specifically thinking about one show. And since we finished doing that in 2021, I can't watch that TV show anymore because I have dissected that show so much that I've lost all enjoyment of that TV Aww. show. So myself and Neil, I, I, it got to the point where I was ready to send a message to Neil and say, I think we're done podcasting wise because I don't know what else we're going to do. Then I had the idea that instead of thinking about one little thing, let's open it up. So we can do a podcast where we can talk about absolutely anything. And everybody loves a list. Everybody loves looking at top tens. So I thought that's where it came from, the top ten of anything podcast. Every week we can talk about something different and it just blows everything out. It can be one week, it could be crisps. One week it could be Tom Cruise films. Next week and then next week podcasts. So I felt like it had to be something like that. And you've got to, I've got to put it in my own top ten. You've got to, yeah. Yeah. So but I didn't want to put it any higher because then that really is narcissistic. <laughs> you feel like you're really um showing off then. Um okay then Ariel, your number nine, please. My number nine, I'm gonna go with Mobituaries from Mo Rocca from CBS Sunday morning. Mo Rocca, um he basically uh, does obituaries, get it? Mobituaries, Morocco yeah. obituaries. Yeah, yeah. And he does obituaries for, he does audio obituaries for concepts, people. Sometimes it's like dogs from TV, like Wishbone, for example. Um, he, it, it's an amazing show. So I love history and I love Morocco's writing style. It is, he did. an episode on neanderthals or neanderthals and just you know he eulogized this species of human-like people that existed and it is just such a smart show and he brings in experts and i think it's beautifully done and i am always a fan of it wow i've never i mean this is going to be the beauty of this one because i'm sure every single one of your podcasts i've probably never heard of ah i might Uh, get a little bit more mainstream as we get closer that's fine but i also find i mean i have I think I probably have daily four or five podcasts that I go to every day and some, and then three or four that are weekly, but I'm always looking for something new. I got you. You know what I mean? And it, and, and this is what I'm going to be looking forward to because tomorrow I'm going to get to work and I'm going to have this list of all these new podcasts that I can listen to. So this is going to be another gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Um, So my number nine, this one, I used to listen to all the time at work and it was um, the true crime genre is obviously massive and I'm not a massive fan of true crime, um, but Sword and Scale, I don't mm. know if you've heard of uh, Mike Boudet, I used to have some dark, dark afternoons listening to some of the stuff that, that he puts up because it's not for the faint of heart, a lot of the, the cases that he puts up. And it's, sometimes it has actual audio footage of... Ugh bits and pieces and the trouble is is like you get drawn in because the stories are very compelling but then after a while you realize you spent three or four hours in this very very dark place 
So you need you must to not, go see the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you need to like turn it off and put something fun on because I think it does I think it does. This this dark cloud can descend on you and and make you realize that there are some evil, evil people in the world. Yeah. Um and I but I do like the way that he does it. I've I've listened to other tri- true crime podcasts where it's just people talking to each other, going over the facts. But I do like the fact that he cuts in like news footage and um, audio footage from press conferences and things like that with the police. I think it just gives it a little bit more texture and makes it a little bit more interesting to listen to. But he does have some some real. I would just just be careful because there are yeah. some real hard hitting, just disgusting and gross Ugh. episodes. So you know, just just be aware of that if you want to. Uh, Sensationalization of uh, of crime. I think bit. it is. I think uh, yeah. I think that's one of the um, that's one of the criticisms of the host as well is yeah, that he can I've heard that he can do that, and I think the trouble the trouble is is that you enjoy it. I do, I enjoy and I was very very wary of putting it in my top ten because there are so many great um, true, true crime podcasts. I've not listened to very many of them, but that was one that definitely stuck with me. Maybe not necessarily for what he does. But it's the way he does it. I like the mm. way that he does it. He doesn't try and put voices on or reenact things. It's just the actual facts of the case with actual footage and actual news audio. That's the kind of the way I like it because then you you can't misrepresent what's being said because it's actually there from what they were saying at the time of the case. So, yeah, so that's mine on that one. Um, Ariel, your number eight, please. My number eight is Today Explained from Vox Media, daily news podcast that that drops in the afternoons. The episodes never, ever miss. It is such a great show. They've been doing it for, I want to say, five years at this point, and they recently added another co-host. So now the two co-hosts, uh, Sean Ramos Firm and um, Noel King, switch off days. And the top of the show has um, an interview with somebody covering the topic that they're focusing on. And then the bottom half of the show has an interview with somebody else and usually covering a different um, side of that issue. So, for example, they did an episode on um, why gaslighting is the word of the year. And this was um, an interview with somebody from the the dictionary. <laughs> oh, right. And then it's it's just such a smart show. It, it, it's amazing. And it it's informative, but they do a great job both. Um, you know, they, they do have some episodes that must come out today because this is a really topical issue. Um, but then they also have some episodes that you can tell they've been working on for a while, but they still feel topical. Right. Okay. And is it, that's a daily episode, a daily, daily podcast, daily, highly produced, beautiful show. Wow. Okay. I say I feel we should get merch that says another one on the list because whether it's somebody giving us a new music or uh, you know a new song or a pop artist or a film, we always are adding things to our lists. So um, okay, today explained. I'll have a look at that one as well. Wonderful. Uh, my number eight is a podcast called Blank. And this is with my friend Giles Paley Phillips uh, and oh, Jim. Yes, Jim and I know it. Yeah, and Jim Daly. There are certain podcasts that you like to listen to, or that I like to listen to, just because of the the, the quality of guests that they have. Um, which is one of the reasons that I like Blank. The other one is now Giles is one of those people that I think social media is 
can be a cesspit sometimes. It can be an absolute terrible place. But Giles Paley Phillips is one of those people that makes it. He's got that little, just that little chink of light wherever he is. You know, he's one of the one of the nicest, nicest people you're ever likely to meet. And he's always putting positivity out on on Twitter or Facebook or wherever he is. And that comes over on his on the podcast as well. Jim as well. Don't get me wrong, Jim as well. But uh, Giles, I've just got so much time for Giles. He helped during the 24-hour podcast. He came and joined me for one of the hours. Oh, nice. Um, and he's done it the last two times. And he's one of those guys that he always says he's been on our podcast so many times that you know he'll always help out no matter what. And he is one of those guys that I've just got so much time for. Um and he he's another one. He's I think he's got three or four different podcasts on the go, but Blank is definitely one of those ones that if anybody ever says to me, have you got any recommendations for podcasts? That's one of the ones that I'll say, go and see and just uh, have a listen to that. Because he'll, he'll pick really interesting guests, but they talk about the times when things didn't weren't quite going right for them. It's It's not a retrospective of their career. It's specific situations when things weren't particularly going right, they weren't in a good space, and what they did to get themselves back or or maybe not or what they did you know during those bad times but um thoroughly recommended that one put that one on your lists uh ariel your number seven please my number seven is let's go with scam goddess scam goddess is a comedy slash true crime but it's not really true crime it's it's really a comedy show from a comedian named Lacey mosley Every episode she has on another, usually a comedian, sometimes just a pop culture critic, and they go through a scam that is, uh, they go through a historical scam and then they go through a scam that's like in the zeitgeist right now. And it is just very ridiculous and funny. And she calls her listeners congregation because it's about scams and cons, congregation. She's great. She's one of the quickest witted people i have had the pleasure of listening to everything that comes out of her mouth you're like where did you get that from so it's just a, a true delight so how how long is each of those episodes they range but mostly 45 minutes to 60 minutes right and if you, if you were talking to somebody that was going to start a podcast what would you say would be a perfect length of an episode I'm going to steal steal a line from James Cridland, who says that it should be exactly as long as it needs to be, and not a minute longer. Right. Okay. I knew you were going to say there is no perfect line. There's (laughs) there's no perfect uh, amount of time that you should be putting out an episode. I will say though that you know usually interview shows are too long. (laughs) Right. You got to be willing to kill your darlings. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you do a podcast, what do you like to, or when you listen to a podcast, what do you like to listen to? Do you like to listen to short form or more of a longer form podcast? I don't, I don't really have a length that I look for. I won't not listen to something based on how long it is, but, um, I, I listen to some that are three minutes long. There's a show called the best advice show. Uh, then that, then I listen to some that are an hour and a half long, uh, hysteria from crooked media. So really it could be anything as long as it holds my attention. Okay. Interesting. I've got one that I, I need your, um, your reaction on a little bit later on in my top 10. So okay. uh, we'll, we'll see what your interest is on that one. Okay. Uh, my number seven, uh, it's another one that, um, I discovered and I'm now friends with the, the two hosts. It's called just films and that. Uh, with Josh and Alice. And th- again, TV and film podcasts, there are so many. And it's, you know, a lot of people that just chat about their favourite films. The reason that this one caught my eye when I was looking one particular day 
is that their choice of films, there was one film, I think Grease 2 was one of the films that they decided to choose. Now, I've watched probably 25 minutes of that, but listening to them talking about it made me want to go and watch it. Wow. And the reason that they choose these films is to try and find out if this film is underseen and underrated. And they will have a little bit of discussion, maybe a little bit of an argument. But it's there is it's very rare that you'll get podcasts where the, you, you know that the two people talking to each other, although sometimes they don't agree with each other, they, they like talking to each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, they've, they've, absolutely. Yeah, they've, they've got a good, um, a good chemistry between them, and they are both, again, lovely, lovely people. And um, they, it, I think it's more the fact of that there's different sorts of films that they choose. They don't choose the usual big blockbusters. Sometimes they do, but it's more movies that are a little bit different and a little bit ones that you haven't heard of or haven't seen for a long, long time. And that for me makes it a lot more interesting when you're scrolling through and seeing the different, you know, titles of whatever movie they've spoken about. There's a lot of good movies in there that I, I mean, I remember listening to the first couple of episodes and thinking it just makes me want to go and see the movie. Wow. Which is, Influencers. Which, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, they're not, Grease 2 for me is not a fantastic movie, but it made me want to go and see it. Yeah, it gives you fan. something to, to watch for when you exactly. when you do watch it. Exactly. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is my number seven. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, so over to you then, Ariel, for your number six. My number six is You're Dead to Me, which is on the BBC. Indeed. You know it? I do, yes. It's great. I love history. I feel like I'm going to have more, but 
Yes, uh, You're Dead to Me is with Greg Jenner and one comedian and one historian every episode. And what happens there is um, it's uh, it's people who are dead. So I guess I love dead things. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I love dead people, dead concepts, dead dogs. Uh, that's me. I love obituaries. But yeah, it's great. I, I really love history and marry that with comedy. And I'm I'm very happy. <laughs> I think that's one of those things. Um, there's a podcast which didn't it didn't make my top ten um, called "A Short History of." Yes, I love I, that one. That is fantastic. I, I must admit, though, I fell off it after because Paul McGann, the actor, was the uh, narrator of it, and then he stopped because he was doing Real Dictators, which is another podcast. Ah, yeah, um, and somebody else took over, and I listened to the first couple of episodes and felt it wasn't quite the same because I I love Paul McGann's voice. But I was talking to somebody at work today and they said, no, I just listened to the one on Prohibition. You've got to go back and listen to them because they're fantastic. And it's the Maybe fact you just that it, need to get used to uh, another yeah, another I, person. Yeah, you just get sort of that that voice recognition and you sort of enjoy the enjoy the groove of that person's voice. But but that, yeah, you're dead to me again with the fact that it's got the, the, the comic, comedic um, aspect of it as well. I do love those. It's perfect. Bits. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect. Great, great way of, um, I think he says, of making history fun, isn't it? So that like youngsters can can understand it as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love history as well. God, it's so fun. It's the best. Well, the thing is, it's like I mean, I a couple of years ago we went to Stonehenge myself and my wife because it's not that far away from where we live. And you just stand there and you wish you could get into a time machine just That's to how back. I am, yeah. Yeah, just to see how it was made. That's how I That's... felt when I was just like on the grounds of the Tower of London a few months yes. ago. I was like, I need to know what this was like at a time when it was thriving more. <laughs> yes, just Ugh. walking around London is something yeah. that you that's just steeped in history and you think, what it, what was it like 100 yeah. years ago? And it's such years. an old city. It's I know. So... It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, okay, my number six going into comedy. Uh, it's a podcast called Freedom. Ah, yes. Uh, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, and Lauren Lapkiss. Now they are—they're um, so funny. <laughs> improv like gods, if you yeah. like. And it's the fact that it's just the three of them that will just—and they—they just chat. I don't think there's anything written down in regards to what they're going to say, but the way they work so well together. I love Scott Ackerman and Comedy Bang Bang. Anyway, they're the kind of podcast that can go on for three or four hours if if it needs to be. I just love that kind of comedy. I love the fact that they can make something out of nothing. And they all work, like I say, they all work so well together. But I love the fact that each of them are really fighting to try and get themselves. <laughs> One of them will start a story and then the other two will jump in and, and it just becomes a complete mess. But it is always funny. And it's one thing about... I think about improv comedians is that they are perfect for podcasting because yeah, their brains, yeah. their brains are wired to constantly be talking and to be interesting and to be funny, which is one thing that you're going to want if you're going to be listening. Really, I take it. Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. Uh, I was at a show, a comedy show in Los Angeles, and I think it. It was a, I think it might've been the crossword show. I used to, pre-pandemic, I used to go to a lot of different shows and I went to the show and one time Lauren, the the, the contestants up on stage were able to adopt a, an audience member and if they won, then we would win a prize. And I raised my hand and Lauren adopted me. No. And she won. Yeah. What did you win? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> 
Darcy, you were adopted by Lauren Lapkus. Yes. <laughs> oh, how cool is that? Yeah, so she won't remember, but I love that. <laughs> whereabouts was that show? You said Los Angeles. Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Really right. great venue. Yes, because I think that didn't she just... I'm sure they talk about it, yeah. Yeah, I think they've just done another show there, I think. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Well, I didn't realise you and Lauren Lapkus went back... You know, and, oh yeah, and she totally knows who I am now. <laughs> you're part of the family. You are part of the family now. That's fantastic. That is great. Um, okay, then you're number five then, please, Ariel. Number five, I'm going to go with History Daily. History Daily is from Noiser, uh, which is actually the same company that makes a short history of. And the host is Lindsey Graham. And if there are Americans listening, I must say, not that Lindsey Graham, not the senator from uh, South Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> just a, a great guy named Lindsey Graham. Daily show, I guess I also love daily shows. Daily shows, history, 15 minutes on this day in history. And it is smart and it is beautifully sound designed. And the sound design really brings you into the element. They, he, he, uh, I think Lindsay's signature for, he does a lot of history related podcasts and he'll say, he'll always say something like, imagine you are, and he really brings you, he really asks you to be in the moment and really smart. Just a really great way to, to learn about history. I'm going to have to start getting that one then because I haven't, I haven't noticed that one before. And it's just like 15 minutes or so you say, yeah. just, is it? Yeah. That sounds just perfect for what I, what I like to listen to. Yeah. And it's really epic sounding. It's great. Every, the way it ends is always like, it makes you want to get up in like March. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Trouble is, with something like that is that if it's, if it's so good, I would like it to be longer than 15 minutes. That's the well, trouble. Well, you have it. like a year and a half back catalog to listen to. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> then I'll know what I'm doing tomorrow then. I'm just going to binge all of those. Um, okay. My number five. Now, everybody loves a quiz. Everybody loves um, being on a quiz, doing a quiz. Um, and the perfect podcast for that is Fingers on Buzzers. It's a British podcast. Now, anybody that knows The Chase, which is a very successful um, quiz show on British TV, and The Vixen, which is one of the um, the quizzers, if you like, Jenny Ryan. She's one of the hosts, along with Lucy Porter, who's a comedian in the UK, and the uh, producer extraordinaire, Amanda Redman. Now, again, uh, they've been on our podcast before. Uh, we've actually appeared on their podcast as well, which was a lot of fun. Um, but they do; they will pick a certain quiz. They will they will look at quizzes from the from the past. They will have guests and uh, who have hosted quizzes, and they just they just dissect everything about quizzing. And uh, Jenny is one of the brainiest people I've wow. ever known. She is like unbelievable when it comes to. Um, like just doing quizzes she is just she's got that knack and she, i don't know what her iq is lucy is very very funny and they work so well together they've started doing live shows and everything now as well uh it, but it's, if you love quizzes it's a great podcast just to get like the history of different quizzes um and just having a good laugh with different sort of questions and um formats of quizzes and stuff as well so that is my number five uh ariel you're number four then please i'll go also with uh quiz related podcasts. Do you know Pod Quiz? No. It's also British. It's great. Yeah. It's very bare bones. It's very much, you know, there's not a lot of pomp and circumstance. It's not yes, there's music and yes, there's uh, you know, sound beds and an intro and an outro and everything, but it's not, you know, there's no crazy production budget for anything. It's just 
four, I think it's four different sections, each with five questions. And by the end, you, he goes through the answers and I just love it. And then it's clear that he has a lot of fans because he always shouts people out at the end. So I don't know, huge fan. If you want to just like play along while you're on a walk, it's great. He he waits for you to answer. You answer in your head. It's big fan pod quiz. What a great idea. What a simple, great idea for a podcast. Yeah. There, there has to be. So is, there's got to be more podcasts that are like that that do oh for sure for sure but he's been around a while that is that is genius that's a genius idea what oh my god i'm gonna have to look at that one and um for me as somebody who is not british but likes to do accents in my head i have it stuck it's like pod quiz you know that's (laughs) (laughs) is that is that your best british accent uh sadly yes (laughs) can you say more than just pod quiz no <laughs> pod pod quiz and i'm just really saying pod, pod quiz <laughs> why i there's a few americans that i've spoken to whenever you try and get them they always say oh, i love the the british accent i, I don't I know love why the, we just do but when i say oh we'll go and do your do your british they always go oh no oh no i don't ever want to do it it's not because it's offensive <laughs> <laughs> no it's not it's not it's not offensive at all it it's always makes me laugh because people always seem to think that um dick van dyke's version of a uh, a english accent in mary poppins is how everybody talks oh he was supposed to be british yeah in mary i thought poppins. it was just mid-atlantic but no okay. no yeah yeah he's supposed to be a cockney i think it was, ah. a, it was a, a, a chimney sweep yeah huh yeah so there you go huh. again so what's that called again that is pod quiz pod quiz uh, that's fair <laughs> excuse me <laughs> okay every time you say that you got to do it in english you have to uh my number four uh is a bbc podcast it's infinite monkey cage with robin ince and um brain box brian cox now again sometimes i will go and i will listen to like four or five episodes in a day and by the time i finish my brain is mush because they'll be talking about quantum theory and they'll be talking about time travel and any other kind of science science things. But it's always done with a studio audience. It's done with some really good guests, a little bit like you're dead to me. There'll be a couple of scientists. Um, they might chuck Eric Idle in from the Mon- from Monty Python or another comedian, but they're always talking about really interesting scientific uh, subjects but they'll do it so that it's slightly easier to understand. Even though Brian Cox will go off and we'll start talking about these things and Robin Ince will have to rein him in a little bit because he's he's getting far too technical that people don't understand or it will be stuff that just blows everyone's mind because it they can't compute about the amount of stars there are in the sky or how many galaxies there are out there. Have you Have you heard of that one? I haven't, but it sounds right up my alley. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's the same as like if you like history, if you like science, it is mm-hmm. it is perfect. They've spoken to like astronauts, they've spoken to like say quantum theorists and so many different things talking about so much stuff that that is absolutely fascinating, but like a, by the end of it you are sort of out of breath because you're thinking oh, my brain just is hurting now because I cannot compute all this stuff and the information that they've given me. But thoroughly recommended. Uh, so that's my number four. So Ariel, your number three, then please. Number three is Media Circus from also Cast Media, hosted by Kim Goldman, who is the sister of Ron Goldman, who was um, 
killed along with um, Nicole Brown uh, by O.J. Simpson. Is that yes? We say we say yes. It happened, right? Even though oh well, absolutely. I mean, I okay. can't think of any. Right. I, I, there's no way of saying that maybe. Or, like I was going to say allegedly. I don't know. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say allegedly. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, okay. the show is amazing, basically. And I'm sorry, Kim, for um, for the confusion there. If you if you listen to me, because I know I've been a huge advocate for this show. Um, and I I just love the way that Kim hosts the show because she is clearly the person to be hosting the show. She basically interviews people, families who have been through media circuses like she was. And it is so beautifully done. And the stories are fascinating and the people have learned a lot. They've gone through a lot. And I always, when I'm advising people on podcasts, I always say like, why is it you who should be making this podcast? And to me, it is so clear why it is her making this podcast, but she, she doesn't throw it in your face. She's not like, I know that this is why you're going through this, but it's clear there's little bits of her that, that are in every single question that she asks. And it's really, they hit the nail on the head and I'm, I'm a huge fan of the show. How long has that podcast been going on for? Not long. And they've only done one season so far. Right, because I'm sure did, did she do another podcast before that? Because I'm sure I that don't I've, know. I've, I'm sure I've listened to something where she was the she was the host or the co-host of it. This mm. is going back a couple of years. It might have been maybe, pre, maybe pre-pandemic. I'm not familiar. But yeah, I, I'm definitely going to give that. Yeah, the whole what her and her family went through was just yeah. absolutely shocking. Like you say, she is like the perfect. She's for perfect. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so smart give that, yeah yeah give that one a go uh my number three i said to you earlier on in, in regards to like the length of podcasts uh my number three is a podcast called chart music now again uh being from the other side of the pond have you heard of the tv show top of the pops no so top of the pops was a tv show that started back in the what, 60s i think it was and it was a weekly uh show that would count down the chart music basically, of the week. So the top 40, it would count it down. And it went on for, I don't know how many years. I think it finished in 2010, maybe, 2012, something like that. It was it went on for years and years. And this podcast will take us uh, one episode and then we'll basically go through it moment by moment, what uh, what songs were on there, who was on there, who the DJs were that, was, that were uh, uh, presenting, it's, again, it's, if you if you don't like swearing and you don't like stuff like that, right, really bad swearing, then don't listen to it. But if you are fascinated with music history and um, if you like witty, funny, um, I think the guy, all the guys that are guests on it are all ex-NME um, Record Mirror writers. They're all music writers. And it is, it is so good. But the episodes go on for about seven hours. Oh, wow. So they will split it in four parts. So it'll be out on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So maybe an hour, hour and a half each, each part. And then on the Friday or Saturday, they release the whole episode, which is normally six That's to seven smart. hours. I like that. Um, and it's now been going for, I think the last episode was episode 69. So they released probably one a month because there's so much to go into it with, with getting it ready and everything. Um, but it's now got such a following that there there are things like catchphrases and certain things that have been said that are that are perfect for t-shirts and they've got its own um its own language in certain parts and i don't know how it would how it would go over with american audiences because it the top of the pops is a very british thing mm-hmm. and also their 
language in it is is very British. They've got some of them, a couple of them have got very broad accents. It'd be interesting if you listen to an episode what you would you know what you would think about it. I yeah. don't know whether it would translate very well, um, but it's if anybody that loves Top of the Pops, it's perfect. Anybody that loves music from the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, it's a really really good podcast. And I like it the fact that I can put it on when I'm at work, and that will last me a whole day if I don't listen to it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'll listen to the whole thing. Wow, I, I do quite like that. That's nice. But yeah, it's, it's it's worth a listen. If you've got that amount of time, that is. Yeah. Or if you can listen on uh, fast speed. That's a good idea. Do you ever do that? Oh, do I ever? It's the only way I do it. Really? I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've never, I've never thought about doing that, but it seems to make perfect sense. It becomes normal after a minute. Really? Not a minute. Let's say, let's say a few days. You're like, oh, okay. I've never, it's only you saying that, that I thought it would make perfect sense because you could listen to more during the day and it doesn't sound like they're. Um, it doesn't sound like chipmunks yeah Yeah. it's fine (laughs) okay i'm gonna give that a go as well then uh okay then ariel your number two then please my number two is a show that is no longer hosted by the person who started it but it's still a really great show i was first introduced to it's been a minute is the name of the show when sam sanders who used to be on the npr politics podcast Started the show in 2017. I loved him as the host. I still love the show, even though he's not the host anymore. Now it's Brittany Luce, who is amazing. The show just is amazing. It, when when I was listening to it, I haven't listened in a while, or I don't listen to it as regularly. But when I did listen to it, it was two episodes a week, one on Tuesday, one on Friday. Tuesday was um, more of a just a... Uh, what's going on in the world of pop culture. And then Friday was a deep dive interview podcast. And Sam just really had his finger on the pulse of all that was going on. And I really just loved his criticism and uh, his way of speaking. So big fan of It's Been a Minute. Sam Sanders now has two more podcasts. One is called Into It um, and one is called Vibe Check. And both of those are on my list as well. But I am not including them in this one, in this top 10 right now. Because like I said at the top, this is not my top 10 of all time. It's my top 10 right now. Yeah. So... If you looked onto your on your device right now, how many podcasts have you got sort of live, if you like, that you're listening to? Um, as not speak? too many because I, I use many apps to listen. Right now I use Pocket Casts for the majority of my listening, but then I do a lot of listening also on Good Pods. And then every time a friend sends me a link to listen to something, uh, they usually send a Spotify link, so I'll listen on Spotify. And then I like to browse the charts on Apple Podcasts and on Stitcher. So I'm really sort of everywhere and listening pretty randomly to uh whatever pops up on any of the apps that i'm on at that time wow and is that would you say that that's something that a lot of people do because i'm, I'm no. going to be honest i i just stick with apple and no i am easier. definitely not uh, a stand-in for the regular listener i am right absolutely an outlier <laughs> okay fair enough um my number two for me this is the podcast that started it all and i don't know whether you can really call it a podcast because you used to have to pay for it uh, but it's the Ricky Gervais podcast. This is the one that started it all. Now, it used to be something like 79p for wow. uh, a series or something. So I don't know whether it was actually, although he always calls it a podcast, I don't think you can call it a podcast if you pay for it, do you? I, I think a podcast has to be free. Is that right? Or am I, am uh, I wrong with you that? You know, there, there's a lot of people who have different interpretations of what makes something a podcast. Some people say it has to be RSS-based, um, you know. 
yeah, yeah. Take that or leave that as you wish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, it was the one that introduced me to podcasting way, way back when it was it was Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, Carl Pilkington, just in a room uh, chatting, then basically taking the piss out of Carl Pilkington, him coming out with just stupid things, but amazing things. And it, I just devoured every single episode that they ever released, whether it was wow. these different specials. Then it ended up with, uh, I think, XFM, um, old footage or old audio footage of them. It was just one of those things of that time that was just, it was the, it was the birth of podcasts, as far mm. as I'm concerned. I mean, obviously you had, I think Joe Rogan was before. Sure. Started off his stuff before, and obviously that's paid off one... So uh, just talk about Joe Rogan for a second. Uh, now, as, must as somebody, I? <laughs> well, as somebody that's in the podcast biz, if you like, now I, I pick and choose Joe Rogan. I don't mind listening to certain episodes if the guest that he's got on floats my boat, if you like. Mm. But I do. I mind. Do you mind? Okay, so mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your thoughts in regards I to I think him? that he spreads misinformation. I think that he platforms people who should not be platformed. Whether you choose to listen to those episodes is up to you or not, but um, I, I just choose to stay away entirely. Mm. One thing I find, because I went through a, a phase of like listening to like every episode mm. of, for probably like three or four weeks, and it got to the point, especially like you say with the misinformation, that I was thinking to myself, you keep saying this like, I know. like it's like it's real, like you know, and and whatever your thoughts are on the whole COVID and all of that kind of stuff, it's not the sort of thing I want to listen to when I'm sat at work. When I just want to not relax because you're not supposed to relax when you're at work. You're supposed to be at work, but you, do you know what I mean? And I think the trouble with Joe Rogan is he's he's breathing such rarefied air now that the one thing he's he tends to do is him and his friends when he's got his, his comedian friends around him, they talk like that. this is their world. Obviously it is that they're going off and they're going to buy a new Tesla and stuff like that. Like that's what everybody is doing. And it does. And, it, and I've, I've gone off him so much more than I used to. I used to really enjoy it. But now that he seems to be doing the whole Spotify thing, he mm. doesn't seem to be a, I'm not that he ever was a man of the people, but he's just obviously, he obviously. <laughs> Joe is, Rogan, man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> but he obviously is like, it's, it's, he's the top of the top of the tree. Oh if yeah. You like. It, like he is probably one of the most well-known podcasters ever. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's not necessarily a good thing though, is it? That's the thing. Yeah. But, um, I'll give him this. He introduces a lot of people to listening to audio for pleasure. Yeah. That is what I will give him. <laughs> we'll give him that. We'll give him yeah. that. There you go, Joe. <laughs> we'll give you that. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's time to um, announce our number ones. So- My number one is This Is Love from oh. Phoebe Judge. And it is sort of a spinoff podcast from Criminal. Okay. Criminal is a beautiful podcast. Uh, true crime, but told very, very irreverent, uh, very... What word am I looking for? It's told in a way that really respects the story, respects the victims, respects the the concept of true crime, um, of crime. Yeah. <laughs> and for every, for everybody who's involved. So what Phoebe did a few years ago was started telling the opposite of of 
of criminal, which is what she calls this is love. So I will shout out my favorite episode, which came out years ago, but I still think about it all the time. It's a story about this guy named Michael Hicks Hingdon, I think is his last name, Michael Hingdon and his dog, Roselle. And he worked at the World Trade Center in um, in 2001 and he was blind. He is blind. And he had a dog named Roselle who guided him out. And it is the most beautiful story. You will cry. You will oh blubber. <laughs> you will blubber tears. It is painfully beautiful. And um, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm crying. Almost crying. Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> I'll have to have a listen to that one then. Yeah. I'll maybe not listen to that one at work. I might just listen no. to that one at home on my own so that I don't yes, embarrass please. myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number one. Um, it's actually it's a uh, Patreon only uh, podcast where it's a cup of tea and a chat with Ali and Bean. Now I don't know um, if you've heard of K Rock. Um, in K R O Q. K R O Q. Yeah. Um, so you had um, you had Kevin and Bean, who were the the breakfast show radio DJs for thirty years, I think they were, uh, and then Bean left a few years ago. Um, close to exactly 30 years and wow. uh, and came and lived over in London. And I was a massive fan of Kevin and Bean, mainly because of Ralph Garman and Ralph Garman, uh, Kevin Smith. They used to do a podcast called Hollywood Babylon. Well, they still do a podcast called Hollywood Babylon. And so when when Ali was still part of the breakfast show, him uh, herself and Kevin and everyone else, they all got sacked over the phone during the pandemic, which was a wonderful thing. That's so sad. Yeah, wonderful oh, thing for K-Rock yeah. to do to them. Yeah. Uh, so Ali and Bean then got together and they do a, a Patreon only three times a week, Monday, wow. Wednesday and Friday. And Bean is my, what? what is he? He's not my mentor. He's my hero. He's my broadcasting hero. He's the kind of guy that has been doing radio for, like I say, probably 40, 50 years. And uh, I was very, very lucky to be able to meet him a couple of times last year. Um, I went to London and visited him and his wife and his pugs at their home. And um, we've we've got a friendship now, which is absolutely fantastic. That's so nice. Um, Ali, he, he again, he appeared in the early hours. They've gone back to New Orleans now. Oh, wow. Where, where they live. Um, he spent an hour with me on my 24-hour podcast uh, as we're recording this. It was last week. Um, Ali's been on the, the podcast a couple of times and I even produced their 200th episode, huh. um, which I had no idea what I was doing. I had absolutely, I, I managed to blag that so well, so well, but, uh, but now if I class them both as like, you know, really good friends and it's so much fun. Their whole fan base that they're, they're called tea baggers. They're the, the fans. We're, that's what, that's what, <laughs> I know. The amount of times I've had to explain that to like my mum and to my wife. I'm a teabagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it, the amount of times I've had to explain that is like is crazy. But uh, they've got such an amazing, caring fan base that that we all sort of we have a, a Facebook page, and everybody looks after everybody, whether someone's dog dies or if someone's wow. husband dies. It is beautiful. It really Community, is. Community baby. Absolutely, and coming from. I'm a big Star Wars fan, and over the last few years, that has been so divisive and so toxic. Being a Star Wars fan, that it is beautiful to be able to walk into a uh, a fan community like that, that everybody looks after each other, and it is, it's I, I feel it's very very rare to see that in in sort of fandom these days. 
But yeah, so that's my number one. Um, well, we've done it. We've got through our 10. Wonderful. Uh, before we uh, before we do anything else, we did have some honourable mentions. We've got a couple. Uh, at this one, Samantha said, All in the Mind, Psych Crunch, and History Extra Pods, all super interesting. Uh, at Radio Lento, uh, beautifully relaxing and calming episodes. At Films and That, so Films and That Pods, she says, is funny. Uh, this Country Pod, which is our old one, and Top 10 Pods, no explanation needed. Oh, Samantha, please. <laughs> Kirsten Prince said, aside from you, oh, thank you very much, and a cup of tea in the chat, I love Smartless, My Favourite Murder, and You're Wrong About. Yes, I love You're Wrong About. Yeah? Okay, there you go. Well, I've got loads of homework for tomorrow. You do, so I do too. <laughs> I Thank you for that. Um, so what have you got, have you got any other... Uh, business that you're doing or you've got any of the stuff that's on your agenda just if you are looking to discover new podcasts like similar to the ones that i shared today then you might be interested in listening to the trailer park podcast which is my new podcast sharing podcast trailers you can find it by going to trailerparkpodcast.crd.co crd.co i will put that link in the show notes of the pod thank you so then people can just uh click away and, and i'm gonna have a listen to that as well so yeah I'm, let me know what you think will do will do uh before we do actually say our goodbyes um i just have to say hello to janelle who's our latest patreon subscriber thank you so much janelle yay janelle <laughs> you are absolutely keeping the lights on is all i can say so thank you very much janelle for that um if you want to come and subscribe just go to patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods we have loads of extras we have the uh, video playlist that goes with all the different uh, podcasts that we have um extra merch uh, discount on merch um extra bonus episodes loads and loads of stuff so just go there all of the uh, links are in the show notes just click on there whatever you like whether it's going on facebook uh, instagram twitter tiktok the whole lot the whole shebang uh ariel thank you so much for joining me thank you that, for having me this was a blast absolutely whizzed by yeah absolutely whizzed by and now i know i just need to listen to all these podcasts but do it on double speed and i'll get through it i'm gonna listen to twice as much Ah, that's right. <laughs> you might uh, you might drive yourself a little nuts, but <laughs> Don't it'll <care>. be fun. <laughs> Ariel, thank you very much. Uh, everybody, thank you very much for listening and watching. Neil, keep that foot up and let's Feel go better. start. Indeed, let's go start <laughs> the countdown. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.